podcast where we discover ways of becoming our most awesome selves habits such a common word we regularly hear habits make us who we are so how can we use these habits to become who we want to be let's meet ashton doctor the habit coach 5 years ago ashton was unhealthy overworked stressed and sleep deprived till it caught up with him and he found himself collapsing on the floor in a puddle of sweat unable to move it's then he realized that his life needed to change in this pursuit he informally studied various perspectives on health nutrition fitness the anatomy the nervous system habits motivation lifestyles meditation and sleep he partnered with thought leaders doctors and experts in various fields related to lifestyles and health having changed his life around he has begun sharing these learnings with others now ashton thank you very much for being on the be awesome podcast today my pleasure i'm so excited wonderful you know i heard something on your the habit coach podcast the other day which was mm-hmm. around awesome lives are easy to achieve and the core belief here is that one can rely on habits and essentially using them to achieve a wider objective whether it Correct. be better eating habits uh, feeling less stressed or leading a, a fuller life since we're all creatures of habit and often creating a habit and sticking to it when it comes to like everyday stuff like workout routines our careers even for personal goals can get quite challenging i personally mm. use will power to push the rock up the hill but what you know we could create better routines by simply adding new habits to existing one or thinking mm. about modifying ones that we've already built on for a long time it sounds a lot simpler so i'd love to know more by starting with a very simple question what's habit mm-hmm. stacking so you know you, you spoke about so many very interesting things so so before i get to the habit stacking part it's so interesting because i call myself an anti motivational speaker and anti will power speaker because i think my entire fight is against these two words motivation and will power because mm-hmm. half the time we use that as our means for change not realizing that we have an ability to change built into our system you know the processes that we do every day what our days are made up of are nothing but the changes that we want to create so coming to your point about habit stacking habit stacking you know it, it it's a it's a technical term that is given however there is a very simple way of looking at it your entire day is nothing but habits that you have started and created over time right, right. so what's interesting is that we think of habits only as an action so i'm brushing my teeth is a habit you know exercising is a habit making my chai is a habit but we don't realize that habits are both actions as well as thoughts and your thoughts also form your habits so the way i like to think about it is that habits mm-hmm. done one after another form your routine routines plus an emotion follow into rituals so rituals are those things that you know you believe that that oh my god if i don't do this my day is not going to go well you know like how we have our chai ritual in the morning or our morning coffee ritual like don't talk to me till i've had my coffee you know so <laughs> it's so interesting that 
our habits get into that state of an emotional uh, at an emotional level and that is ultimately where we want to be you know we right. don't want right. to constantly wake up and force ourselves into the new changes that we want in our lives they have to become automatic there should not be force right life should not be a struggle it should be something that we flow through and right. that's ultimately the goal and this is where habit stacking comes in because before you do whatever habit you want to there's always going to be a habit that was there before right because you never sure. just sitting around and even if you're sitting around that's also a habit right so there's always something that you're doing before yeah now the trick is to figure out how easily can you slip in this new change that you want to make this new habit that you want to create into whatever was happening before and that okay. combination is what we think is typically call a habit stack so let me give you an example uh my morning routine for example is to sit down and make my coffee and that was typically what was already there in the morning but while the coffee water is boiling i sit and do my breathing exercise while the coffee is then cooling down i sit and finish my meditation right so that mm-hmm. way i have stacked in various aspects that i wanted to bring in the gratitude journal happens after that so what i've done is i've created this morning routine or this morning stack of habits and that right. is how you know i managed to uh, get in those changes in the mornings that i wanted to create so how do so you you're basically saying this this version of an awesome life that mm-hmm. we wish to have for ourselves mm-hmm. is is almost meandering through existing habits and kind of re- removing and adding stuff that we like or dislike about the way we run our lives would that be fair you know it's very interesting that you said that because there are two aspects to this you know when i started this whole habit coaching business i started it because i realized that there were two main things that people were stumbling on on their life to change or their awesome life or whatever they wanted right. to create the first was the aspect that you don't have the right knowledge and information yeah. okay you know very often want to do something but the knowledge that we get is from a is from a source that doesn't necessarily know so like my favorite thing is when people say oh yeah but people say that you should not eat fruits at night but people say you should not be doing this but people say and and i always ask but who are these people <laughs> right right where are you getting information from is it from an auntie of yours right right no 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 my auntie told me that you have to drink four glasses of this ginger water in the morning to lose weight uh-huh Fair enough but what does your auntie look like right has right. she managed to lose weight like you know it's it's so interesting that we take for granted information that we pick up but we mm. don't necessarily fact check you don't necessarily get into the scientific approach to it so one is understanding whatever changes you want to make from a proper scientific approach getting your knowledge right and the second is not using motivation to make these changes instead like we've been discussing slip them into your day make them so small so easy to do that you can do them every single day without actually uh, using willpower i think using willpower is one of the saddest things that we have to do you use it when you want to do a challenge you know you use it when you want to climb a high mountain right but imagine every day you have to use willpower isn't that draining that's not the life that i want absolutely i find willpower is like is like a stretched rubber band and it tends mm. to break by the time i hit the evening and i've run out of willpower essentially people think it's an uh, you know never emptying well right and i find willpower is very limited for me it's like a muscle and i've exhausted it by the time i hit 4 o'clock and i have Correct. gone back to old habits 
by that point it's a fuel tank no it's like uh, it's it's like uh, you finished all the willpower in your tank now you have to wait for tomorrow to for it to be refreshed so then in 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 order to avoid this trap right like how do we hmm. start this process of you know positively stacking on habits after habits where it becomes ubiquitous to our life rather hmm. than using mental power to make something happen how, how does one go about approaching it so there are three golden rules to habit change all right so the first mm-hmm. golden rule of habit change is make it small right so what okay. happens typically is that because we want to make a change in our life and we want to like you know feel that we have actually done and accomplished something we give ourselves big big tasks to do big big goals to do when right. as a result we don't end up getting that task done because it was too big to begin with so the <laughs> sure. way that you started is you start small you know so if you have a a desire to run 5 kilometers in the morning don't start off with the desire to run 5 kilometers start off with the habit of just putting on your running shoes and your running clothes because okay. many people just wearing their running shoes and running clothes is the hardest thing to do in the morning if you can crack that mm-hmm. then like i keep telling people wear your running shoes wear your running clothes and then if you don't feel like going for a run don't go for a run sit at home and watch tv but you'll feel like a fool right in any case <laughs> you'll wear your shoes you'll wear your clothes then maybe you'll do a little stretching right maybe you'll do a little jumping in place maybe you'll do a few jumping jacks because you already want your shoes right that is 100% more than you would have done if you had said that no i don't feel like going for a run today and just sat down in your pajamas so absolutely just making something small to do like that makes a big 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 difference so the first rule of habit change is make it small the mm-hmm. second rule of habit change is make it easy to do and the two are different small is different from easy because when we're talking about easy what we're talking about is getting rid of all the friction that comes between you and doing that habit right so imagine if your running shoes were kept on the top of your cupboard in a brown box and there was a bag on top of that correct okay? every day uh-huh. to take out those shoes from that box on top of the cupboard with the bag impossible you put so much friction on it Right? True. So make it as easy to do as possible. Keep your running shoes out. Keep your socks out. Keep your clothes out, because we've all done this. We've we've made the like the stupidest excuses. Oh, I w- I didn't want to wear these pants today, and my pants don't match my socks. I don't think I'll go for a run. You know, we come <laughs> up with the strangest excuses. Remove all that friction. You know, put your clothes out at night. Put your bag out at night. Put everything out. lay it out so that it's easy to do and i think that 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 creating that ease is very very important mm-hmm. and the final uh, golden rule of habit change is never miss two days in a row okay this okay. is the critical one because this is all about building consistency the habits by themselves are not powerful right one habit on done on one day is not powerful but a habit done repeatedly over a period of time over months over years is unstoppable and that's what we want to get towards so what does this mean right full josh you started off the habit on monday you did it on tuesday also but wednesday something happened you know life came in the way you couldn't avoid it you had to go for a wedding you had to go for a party something happened mm-hmm. it's all right don't beat yourself up but come what may on thursday make sure that you do that habit so you're not missing two days in a row 
Why is this important? Because otherwise, missing the habit becomes the new habit. <laughs> right? We become world champions at excuses instead of world champions at the at the habit that we wanted to create. And this is what we need to get out of. True, but how does one like tune out that uh, voice of illogical reason? Right, because that that one tends to take over when I'm trying to wake up at like five in the morning, for instance. and that hmm. that is the voice i hear loudest which is a sleep in for a little longer or it's okay if you miss today like that voice of illogical reason sounds very logical when you're feeling a little lazy or feeling like you're going to fall off the bandwagon hmm. how is there a way any any technique to tune that out so there are two things one is that maybe the goal that you created for yourself was too 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 big so maybe If you want sure. to wake up at five o'clock, were you waking up at what time before that? Were you waking up at five thirty before that, or were you waking up at seven o'clock before that? Like maybe around six. Right. So around six to five is too big a jump. Right. So for a, for a few weeks, wake up at five thirty, which is not too much of a big, not much of a change. Then slowly move to five. You see, technically, the waking up should have happened by itself. Right. Sometimes right. you feel like staying in bed and snuggling because the weather is perfect. Allow yourself that, but remember, never miss two days in a row. So once in a while it's fine. Alternate days are fine. Alternate days are not two days in a row. Correct. I will. I really like that. I think that's that's easier for me to do for someone who uh, falls off the bandwagon quite regularly. To say mm. I will never repeat something two days in a row, which basically puts me back on track. Correct. And falling off the bandwagon is perfectly fine. you know it's it's starting is actually where the fun part is because once it becomes a part of you then you don't need to recognize that the habit is happening you know like waking up at 5 o'clock now doesn't feel like i'm waking up at 5 o'clock it is like how normal but you know that that initial musty of creating it saying oh i didn't wake up at this time oh i should have woken up at that that's actually the fun part we look at that part as a struggle in fact that's the fun bit why do you say that because once it becomes a part of you you don't recognize it you don't realize that it's happening so like when i work with my clients you know mm-hmm. um very often they come and say you know ashdin everything's gone i'm not doing anything that we discussed nothing's <laughs> happening we have to restart we have to restart now they're like all right tell me what's happening what's not happening you know and then they'll pause and they say you know actually i'm having my cold showers actually i'm doing this part no but you know the exercise i missed one day but so out of everything that we decided 80% of the stuff was happening is just that it was happening so subconsciously now because that's the power of a habit right. that they didn't realize it was happening so the masti mm. and all the creation is ah. actually in the creating part it's not in the it's not in the daily routine of running that habit so don't flog yourself when you do slip up is that what you yeah. say yeah 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 because falling off the bandwagon is the perfect opportunity to retweak and say oh wow maybe i can try it this way you know mm. so instead of so when you're creating a habit when you're creating any change in your life actually don't come in from a rigid point of view come in from the the point of view of an explorer you know you have to you have to be the explorer the explorer right right like, oh everything is new let me go and look at everything and let me try let me try let me try and in that let me try you'll suddenly find something that suits you hmm that's a good way to look at it what are areas in your life where you know pulling on these habit stacking as we were talking about can work magic so the morning routines 
the Nike mm-hmm. team. Those are two critical ones where habit stacking works well. Okay. okay. So your morning routine is the routine where you know you wake up and what are the things that you will be doing, and your night routine basically sets you up for the rest of the day, and uh, sets you up for the next morning. So those two are critical when habit stacking works. Another nice th- place where habit stacking works is, for example, when you're thinking about um, uh, productivity. You know. Right. So. um if you have a creative field you want to first quieten your mind or you want to explore you know stacking habits in the form of uh, uh pomodoro techniques are you familiar with the pomodoro technique no i am not so pomodoro techniques are very interesting it's a way of focusing on work right so you set a timer for 25 minutes okay and you focus only on one task for the 25 minutes Ah. so no distractions in terms of phones no distractions in terms of emails nothing mm-hmm. just for those 25 minutes and magic happens because you get so productive in those 4 hours that you would have probably set aside there's something that would have taken you maybe a day to do finishes in 4 hours so that again right. is a great way of stacking your habits because what you're doing is you're doing focused work for 25 minutes and you're taking a 5 minute break and then you're doing 25 minutes and you're taking a 5 minute break and once you completed four of these kind of routines you take a longer 20 minute break okay so you notice that is actually a form of habit stacking this pomodoro technique we also hear from some of our um, older listeners that you know hey i'm too old to start a habit or change my habits what's the policy built into that is age a factor at all no 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 so so the thing is that um, these are lovely excuses we tell ourselves these are things that we call self sabotage right? right you don't want to make the change be honest with yourself right i am too late, old to change fine you're too old to change you know in fact when when people come to me and and say such things like that i'll be like perfect you're too old to change no problem can't do anything and then they be like how dare you say something like that you're supposed to help me change like no baba but if you don't want to change how am i supposed to help you change correct so uh-huh. it is actually nothing but um the excuses that we make because you're maybe too scared of the change or mm-hmm. we don't really genuinely have an intention to see what's important is that and i think this is a very important distinction i unfortunately we didn't cover this right in the beginning when you start a change basis motivation or self discipline mm-hmm. we are looking for inspiration to get it done you know we see somebody else walking and waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go for the walk we also want to do that we get inspired right. by them and hence we do it correct mm-hmm. but that inspiration runs drains uh, up very quickly which is why we have to constantly keep looking for new inspiration true instead when we start a habit what i say is look for intention why do you want to create that habit if you can figure out why you want to create that habit not looking at any external factors that is what's going to keep you going looking into 2021 and uh, you know january is usually the time when people start looking at health goals more specifically hmm. any it's advice on how thing. it absolutely is i mean we see the most amount of gym memberships happen in jan for instance correct correct and people fall off by 1st of february hmm. how so in fact, do we pull that together for for resolutions for this next year And okay one of and on my podcast start off with the fun fact of the day so mm-hmm. there is this fun fact of the day that um that uh, um new year resolutions are 
different from different cultures. So, for example, the American culture is all about um, health goals, you know, gym memberships, etc., etc. And to mm-hmm. a large extent, we are also influenced by that. But for example, places like um, Russia and some um, Southeast Asian countries, mm-hmm. their uh, resolutions are all about relationships and finding love. Wow. And it's so okay. interesting to see that. Like, you know, we normally immediately, because this is our societal default, that ah, New Year resolution must love, uh, has to be something about running, or it has to be something about health, or it has to be something about diet. But it's so interesting. Other cultures have different, different resolutions. I found that interesting. Actually, that really is interesting. And if, you know, we find that a lot of our uh, audience would love to find better ways of setting those health goals and trying to achieve them. And we try and help uh, find a way to do that. And we personally fall off the bandwagon many times. And I think we don't think about it as habits and, and motivation. Like you said, it needs to be like beaten out of us to some extent. Correct. I'm, how do we go into 2021? What are some of your goals or how do you think about goal setting? So when I think about um, resolutions, most resolutions are wishful thinking, correct? They have no basis in reality. And unfortunately, that is the truth, you know, which is why 85% of resolutions fail because they're wishful thinking. Instead, think about what is the life that makes you feel the most fulfilled. You know, what is the aspect of life that makes you feel amazing? What makes you feel superb? And make resolutions basis that. What I say is multiply those aspects of your life instead of trying to make something that is so dramatically different from what it is that you want. Because we feel thinking that, you know, once I become fitter, I will feel better. Right? True. But what are the aspects that already make you feel good? And I'm giving away aspects of what I wrote in this podcast because I think it's important because of what you, the question you asked is so important. Um, like, for example, many people have a resolution that I need to start reading more books. Mm-hmm. It was one of my resolutions uh, five years ago. And, right. um, and with one of my clients, what we did was we said, lovely, this is a superb resolution. How should we create it? And what we did was we created this resolution saying that I will read with my daughter. Okay. And what we realized was that the daughter was a voracious reader, loved reading. This father wanted to spend more time with the daughter, loved spending more time with the daughter. So what we did was we created this habit around spending time with the daughter. Mm-hmm. So now there's already something that he wants to do. right? And what we've done is we've created this new year resolution of you know reading more along with that. And hence, obviously, the, the chances of succeeding are far more because you're going to be doing something that you enjoy doing, that's something that adds value to your life, along with this Absolutely. new habit or this new goal that you want to create. So like that, right. keep thinking about how can I add these things into my life, maybe even enhance it. See, hmm. the problem, for example, with diets and why diets are so stupid is that diets immediately make you think about restriction. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Instead, imagine if you are in, if you enjoy cooking, right? If you are a great cook, you love cooking. Instead, you could start creating healthier recipes instead of thinking about a diet. Then you're suddenly thinking lifestyle. And that's completely different. So a big problem with New Year resolution is that they are goals. And mm. instead of goals, 
make new resolutions as processes and you'll see a dramatic difference in the way that you can keep up with them right that's fantastic tell us a little bit about your habit stacking journey right how did you get started on this and what value has it brought in that you're able to immensely see today so now my habits are very fluid right because i've understood how to create them and um, i'm constantly exploring new habits because those are the habits that i have to coach people with you know as a habit coach i have to have done these things before i can tell somebody else to do them right oh wow okay and and, and we have 340 odd episodes of the habit coach podcast each with a uh-huh. habit so i have right. done each of those things so so my habits are more fluid i know how to tweak them and go through them but i'll tell you how it all started um so for me my journey started off as a fitness journey and that started off i think 5 6 years ago and the mm-hmm. way that i would get into my fitness regime because i think that's an important one is my night involved before going to bed i would see what my workout was for the next day so at night i am getting excited about what what i'm going to be doing tomorrow you know very often we wake up and say chalo aaj kya kare what should we do now that itself is a it takes the you know the pressure out of your tires so instead start the night before i planned what i was going to be doing i planned to cut my shoes everything was created and ready the next mm-hmm. morning i would wake up and um, i i wasn't an early riser then i would probably wake up around 7 7:30 the first thing i would do is i would have my glass of water i would go to the loo i would then have my coffee and you you notice all of this is a habit stack the coffee then would prime me and my mind saying that all right now i'm having the coffee it is time for working out as soon right. as i put on my shoes as soon as i put on my clothes it was almost in my mind like i was creating my battle armor you know this is how it i used to be i'm not saying that this is the right way of doing it okay this is how i created it for myself okay now i now i talk about it differently but back then it was now i'm creating this battle armor then i would start my music and i would play the same song every time which is what i call a song primer because mm-hmm. it primes you for the activity that you're doing and you can have different primers you can have a sleep primer you can have a exercise primer you can have a work primer but that song puts you in the frame of mind for what you're going to be doing so i would play that song and then as the song was happening i would do my warm up i would start stretching my neck jumping on the spot getting ready and boom the exercise would happen so you notice that there is a smooth flow to it and right. that is what we're trying to create every time we talk about our habit stacking and you know it, it's cooler to complicate ideas but if you can simplify things for yourself the chances of you actually doing it is far easier so you know i i can of course talk about how you can talk about habit stacking from this going to the next the next the next the next but the whole idea is can you simplify this whole process can you remove all the stuff that is redundant not necessary uh-huh. you know? and hence create these kinds of stacks or these kind of routines i prefer calling them routines because i think that's something that you know uh, gels well with us so and then ultimately make it into that ritual so the habit stacking is only one aspect of it if you want this to continue for the rest of your life make it a ritual i won't feel comfortable unless it's done now you're getting somewhere wow that that's that's really an amazing way to think about it actually you've 
this has been a fantastic 30 minutes to rip out what I've been working on for the last one week in terms of what 2021 would look like and start <laughs> reapproaching that in a, in a far better manner. Which will, uh, yeah, exactly. Which will put me on a track of uh, progress and success more than it has put me on the track this year. So, thank you so much for joining us today, Ashton. I love the Habit Coach podcast. It's one of my favorites. Something I listen to every morning. And thank you so much for sharing your time and your thoughts with us today. Thank you. My pleasure. Something as simple and natural as a habit could be life-altering. If this episode has had you hooked, tune into the Habit Coach podcast by Ashton Doctor. It is one of my favorite lifestyle podcasts. Until next time, stay awesome.